Welcome to The Profitable Python. I'm your host, Ben McNeil, and on this episode, I want to talk with you about taking your monetization of your software development skills to the next level, and I was inspired to make this podcast after watching an interview between Jordan Belfort, who is the wolf on Wall Street. If you haven't heard about that guy, check him out, and then Grant Cardone, who is another uh, big name sales or big name sales brand out there. And, uh, if you haven't heard of him, check him out too. Um, I don't fully agree with everything that these guys were saying. I think I resonate a lot more with Jordan Belfort and his, I just think he's like way more OG. Um, but that doesn't mean that people don't have a, a, a message that you can get some gold out of. So, and what I really loved about this interview was just how basically they had very polar opposite views on things. And whenever you get a scenario like that, like both of these guys have been extremely successful, yet they'll sit there and argue around a point where it's kind of like somebody who's a beginner at this thing, like you might you 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 might just be totally blindsided by what is what is really going on here. And so getting, you know, absorbing this type of interview, holy cow, you will definitely uh, get some insight that you can integrate into your own life. So that's what I want to talk with you about today. And one of the first messages that kind of cropped up was this thing about having tremendous volumes is required to be successful. So if you're selling a product or a service and that in order to sell that, you have to put a message out in front of a group of people. If that group of people is 200 people or that group of people is 10 people over time, if you were only able to put that in front of 10 people every day or 200 people every day, like which, which method do you think will ultimately win if the message was the same? And the answer of course is the more people, the more people is where you're going to be more successful. So that's what they mean by tremendous volumes is required to be successful. And I do believe that is truth in business success. Uh, they, they did mention brand and how brand helps you improve your close rate. So let's say that your close rate out of, one in 10 people will buy your product, then that whole volume conversation that we had where, you know, if you're talking with 10 people in a day, your statistics would show, okay, I'm going to make one sale. Well, if you're talking to 200 people a day, you're going to make 20 sales that day. So branding, what they're saying is that actually has the capability of amplifying your closing rate. You still need a pipeline of people to talk to, but the branding does help. And branding is the long game. Uh, there, there was mention of it's not who you know, but who knows you. And so being that branding is the long game, doing things like blogging, podcasting, um, other building, building a presence on other social media platforms, those, those are mechanisms to do branding, but ultimately you don't need that to go out there and make a sale. I think was kind of the big message I was getting. There's gold in the follow-up. This is a great concept. I mean, for me, it just triggered a lot because basically I think about the podcast, for example, very rarely do I pitch a guest to come on the show. Sometimes people will pitch me and say, Hey, can I come on your show? But more often it's me going out there looking for people that would be good for the audience and that have a good message to share. And so I have to pitch them and very rarely do I get, you know, like, oh yeah, sign me up type thing. Like you have to follow up and stay in communication and basically develop a relationship 
with the guests that come on the show. And there's no difference between that and creating a product and marketing it online or even doing like face-to-face business sales type thing. So there's gold in the follow-up. And and there was also mention of people are not comfortable with the follow-up and people are not generally comfortable with sales and generally are not comfortable with the follow-up, but that is where the gold is going to be. And we talked about the pain, the whole episode yesterday about like leaning into the pain. You know, these are elements that you might think like, man, this stuff is insane. Like I would never do that. Or that's just, you know, sounds like really ego, like it would bruise my ego. I'm telling you folks, like if that's the pain you're feeling, you need to lean into that pain. All right. Nobody can build a business on one product. This topic came up because basically they were saying, um, you know, the, the, the question was something along the lines of like, okay, if I have like a $5,000 product and I'm talking to somebody and they don't have $5,000, like when do I know that that conversation has come to an end type thing and I need to get off the phone and go and talk to the next person. And, and basically Grant, Grant's response was, you're selling the wrong product. You need to have a product that, you know, they actually can afford. And although, although I do agree with having some sort of like a value ladder and I've heard of this in other ways, like the US, the UFC does this too. They, it's like a, it's like a pyramid. They have like their free content. That's totally free. They have their low cost content. That's kind of like the, the gateway drug into your world. And then they have their prime offering. And then they have all this like marketing joint venture stuff on the back end for like big deals. And you can see how it all kind of escalates up the pyramid. And so, although I do agree that you need to have multiple products, uh, it, there is a lot of, especially when you're starting out small, it does make a lot of sense to kind of focus on one product and really just make sure that that product is solid. So maybe what you could argue with this is, okay, you know, you're building your brand. So you have the free content and you might do some sort of like webinars periodically. You might have some coaching that, that is being provided and then you have some sort of prime offering or like a training course that you offer and you kind of structure these in a way where there's a price point that would kind of fit with people. To me, that makes sense. Uh, people are more committed to the equity of their home than the equity of their brand. They don't take the risk required to be an entrepreneur. This was a note that I took and basically this whole thing cropped up when they were saying like, you know, entrepreneur, this is like this word that's just going around like crazy today and how people are not actually engaging in entrepreneurship, even though they label themselves as an entrepreneur, because although they might be a business owner, they are not a risk taker. And in order to be an entrepreneur, you need to be both. And they were just talking about the culture of like, you would rather, you know, build up equity in your home, they go out there and build up equity in your brand. And that's the difference between a true entrepreneur and a wantrepreneur, I guess, is, uh, you know, the, the level of risk taking that you're engaging with. So do with that information what you will, but I thought that was pretty thought provoking already. Here was another nugget that I wrote down. Never be dependent on one industry. I reflect on this and I just, I'm still chewing on it, but basically like I've seen this happen a couple times in my life where, where this has certainly jumped up and bit me. I mean, the going, it's all good. You know, the trend is your friend till the end type thing. 
And it's all, you know, in the oil and gas industry, it's all good till like the commodity price takes a giant crap. And in the banking industry, it's all good until the housing market collapses. So, and I have actually worked in both of those uh, businesses in the past. So like in 2008, I saw this happen. I saw my, I saw stock that I had invested heavily in go from like, you know, $35 a share to like $4 a share. And then the company ultimately like went bankrupt and stuff. And then the oil and gas industry, like I reinvented myself. I went back to school. I invested all that money in that and then got into the industry, uh, which was no small feat, super challenging and uh, a lot of sacrifice just to get laid off like almost immediately after getting my first full-time job with like a big time oil and gas company. And so, I mean, this message just speaks so loud and clear to me. Like you don't want to, I mean, another thing you could call this is like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's like kind of cliche, but this certainly resonates with me. Never be dependent on one industry already. And, and let's just, let's just keep talking about that for a second. Cause seriously, like there's so much that we have talked on this podcast up to this point that resonates with this. Like if you think about it, like you know, if you have had this experience in your life where investing in an industry has kind of bit you, jumped up and bit you, own that. That's a mistake that you made. And you know, going forward, even with the last podcast that we were talking about, how like that failure, we own that failure. But the best thing, you know, we know how to navigate, we know how to lean into that pain and solve that problem. And that is our job. Once we're aware of it and we take ownership, we know how to deal with that. And so as a business owner or uh, entrepreneur, you understand like you have the choice of where you go and get your clients or how you kind of spread your message around. And I just think there's so much gold in that. All right. We are going up on 10 minutes here, folks. And I have way more golden nuggets for you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop it here and trickle this out over um, probably maybe one more podcast, possibly two more, Um, but I'm going to keep this short and digestible. I hope you're really enjoying this so far, and I will talk to you soon. Peace out.